0: It was halftime at my brother's football game. The fans were cheering, everyone rushing to the snack hut. My mom and I ran to the car to heat up. She called the house to check the voicemails. I could see a shift in her energy. We sat there in silence. After she got off the phone, she told me that my aunt and uncle were in a tragic car accident. My three cousins became orphans. We got home, and I could see my dad pacing. I could see my parents pacing back and forth. I was only 12 and I knew my entire life was about to change. Now I have to pause in this part of the story, backtrack a few months prior to this tragic accident. We were in the process of getting custody of my second cousin's ages one and two, which means diapers, bottles, sleep schedule, all change. Fast forward, within two weeks, our family of five kiddos and two parents became 10 kiddos and two parents. I was the middle child, two older, two younger, and now I was one of the older kids. My entire life changed. I was in junior high at the time and I had no siblings with me, and I loved having a safe space where I could leave the home and just be me. I went to high school and I had three other siblings, and I could see the competitive side of everyone striving for the attention of two people, my parents. The rule in our house was get a job or join sports and I wasn't about to get the job, so sports it was and I am the least athletic person in my family. I was more consumed about the social events at the sporting events than the actual sporting events but I wasn't about to get a job. But I didn't know how I was going to compete. My siblings were captains, they were on varsity, they were amazing and I was just there not to get a job. So I did sports and we started competing and my siblings, instead of supporting each other, we were competing with each other. Every week a new sibling came home with a new accomplishment. It was exhausting, it was so tiring. This was the natural recipe for a high achiever, perfectionist with anxiety. I signed up for every single club and organization just to get the attention of my parents, to be seen, to be stood out in the crowd. My older siblings went to college and played sports. I went to college and I didn't do sports, and so my parents didn't visit me. So I did everything else to get their attention. I joined a sorority, I became an RA, I studied abroad. I was in every single club and every single organization, and it wasn't enough. So I kept competing and competing with not only my siblings, but I was competing with my former self. My senior year, I got some health concerns, and my professors lacked any empathy. I thought to myself, why would I enter the business world if my professors can't even have empathy? So I did an entire 180 and I decided to enroll into grad school as a counselor. So now this is the culture shock of my story. I went to the Midwest from Alaska and it was totally different. I was depressed, I had no friends, I had no family, I was alone and my life really suffered. I couldn't get out of bed. And if you know anything about depression, the idea of getting out of bed is depressing. I just sat there thinking, I'm gonna lose my job, I'm gonna lose my scholarship, but I don't even care because I can't even get out of bed. I decided I was gonna work with a counselor, and she said the words that I can hear still to this day, you have depression. I thought to myself, how am I gonna be a counselor if I have depression? How am I gonna be a counselor if I can't even help myself? This is where the pendulum swung. I went from depression and instead of getting that sweet spot of balance, I swung all the way to the other side of anxiety. I channeled my inner high schooler and I enrolled in every single self-help. I enrolled in every single conference. I enrolled in anything that could look good on paper. And then the compliments started rolling in. Wow, you're so put together. Wow, you make everything look so easy. Wow, you're so organized. And they were feeding my anxiety constantly feeding my anxiety and I kept saying I have to be better I have to be better I have to do better so my parents can see me I came back to Alaska after I graduated and if you've ever heard the saying keeping up with the Joneses well that was the definition of my family no really that's their last name Jones (laughs) we were no longer competing for the scholarships or the sporting events we were competing for who had the best jobs who had the best houses who had the best cars it was so competitive, and it was to the point where it was no longer safe. I did this for eight years until I crashed. 2018, I had a huge party to celebrate me paying off my student loans. I was working two jobs starting a business. The day after my party of paying off my loans, the pendulum swung again from anxiety to depression. I couldn't get out of bed. I thought... How am I supposed to tell people why I work so hard if I can't say, hey, student loans won't pay for themselves"? I sat there and I thought, how do I get out of this cycle of depression to anxiety to depression to anxiety? I knew the life that I created was no longer sustainable or attainable. I was constantly striving to be better, to be more perfect, to be the best ever. It still wasn't enough. My parents still didn't care. I still wasn't seen, my accomplishments were just one of the week. At this point, I stopped. I looked inward and I said, enough is enough. I decided at this point I was going to find my inner compass and truly heal. I healed my generational traumas, my own traumas. I examined all of the beliefs that I had of what it meant to be seen, what it meant to be heard. What it meant to felt the love and affection that I had grown up with a huge family of 10 siblings and all striving for the attention of two people. At this point I decided to heal myself and instead of healing this idea of who I wanted to be I started loving the person who I was. I started loving all the accomplishments not for what they looked like on paper but how they made me feel how I could finally find happiness by looking inward and no longer looking outward for anyone's um, validation or saying, a girl. I finally broke the cycle of the pendulum from depression to anxiety, back to depression, back to anxiety. And I'm here to tell you at any moment you can stop that pendulum and you can look inward, you can find your inner compass and have a life of true fulfillment.